0: Uh, if you're wondering what you've tuned into, by the way, this is The Car Clinic. Glenn joining me. We're fixing cars. It is that simple. And, uh, you know, I was I was thinking about the show today. Of course, we've got the notes and we've got the SMSs that come through and we look forward to talking to you about your car issues. But I was thinking, next to the dentist, I think going to a workshop is one of the most frightening experiences people have. People avoid going to an automotive workshop just like they avoid going to the dentist.
1: Oh sure, yeah, yeah. We we had a conversation in the uh, office today about what is a priority to somebody and unfortunately as people find out uh, when their cars break down, yeah. it tends to be maintenance, especially yeah. in times where people are perceiving times to be a little bit hard now. Mm-hmm. and uh, then if your car starts and you can get to work or you can take the kids to school and pick them up.
0: yeah. The red light went off. It's then, not a big yeah, issue.
1: That's it, and that, that tends to be what happens. So um, we were thinking about doing some crude kind of uh, number crunching on it and, and seeing how many sets of brake discs we'd change because the pads were actually worn to the metal yeah. rather than the changing them before that happens. Yeah. And Because right. I, I think personally in this year we've done that, much more than i can think of back in six years i've been here
0: such an affordable piece of maintenance getting the pads done i mean i even had them done when i had my tires changed the guys took one look in they said hey you know you got you got disc issues they and it was just the pads and i said can you do it and they said yeah Yeah. i mean that was that's an easy thing for them to do they went and got them they went to the dealer they brought the parts they showed me and i said awesome put them on let's do it and i walked away and they said you know we just saved you because if those brake break pads had gone another week, yeah. you would have
1: been chewing up on your actual disc. And you need the disc. And the disc is the expensive part yeah. of the system. You know, yeah. Brake pads, you can sometimes get them for less than 100 dirhams. Oh, it was. Set, I, you know? it, it cost me about yeah. 100 dirhams installed. Yeah. And so. then, you know, like you say, if the wheels are off for doing the tires anyway, you're probably talking a, a little bit more in, in labor, and then it's yeah. great, done. Yeah. But, yeah, I do seriously think that um, we, we change more brake discs now because wow. they've worn the pad right to the back plate because it's one of those things you know you you kind of try and budget thrown in the car and you budget for the service and you think okay it was a thousand dirhams last time okay i've got a thousand dirhams let's take it in and if you haven't got any problems as the owner of the car if it started fine that morning and drove in fine for the service and you get a phone call all of a sudden that says, well, you've got issues with the suspension and the brakes could do with changing now. Yeah. And it's like, it's what? Like, all of a sudden the yeah. thousand dirhams is 2000 dirhams, 3000 yeah. dirhams. Yeah.
0: And you're going, hold on. I got, I got school fees to pay. Yeah. I got a summer exactly. holiday to pay. I got the kids' braces yeah. to put on. We need a, oh. yeah. and you're going, what has happened? I don't yeah. want to
1: go back to the, the yeah, workshop. And I, and, I, I totally understand it. You know, yeah. I've got a family, I, I've owned yeah. cars, I, you know, I understand it. And then for me, from my side of it, being on the um, on the side of 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 on the in the workshop as as the workshop controller workshop manager whatever we want to call it i have a duty to care for somebody's car and if i don't care for that car then that that's negligent on my part you you know, that car's dangerous on the road but at the same time i understand the owner of the vehicle's point of view of what well, i thought it was going to be a 1000 dirhams and now exactly. it's 6000 dirhams and and we have a lot of conversations about prioritizing work what do we need to do now what should we do in three months what should we revisit in a few thousand kilometers can we wait till the next service for anything and um, for me that's what people should be asking for you know sit down with with people that are telling you this needs to be done and say well really can we wait now or can we wait for three months can we wait for six months can you show me what the problem is everyone's got whatsapp these days or some kind of Social media, where you can receive a photograph or a video of something. So, if you can't get in, you can be sure that you're not being ripped off. Uh, but I, I think the the fear comes from people thinking they're going to be ripped off. I, I have another theory as well. <laughs>
0: I mean, that is exactly it. The feeling they're getting get ripped off, and it just it, the bills just mount and yep. mount and mount, much like dentists. <laughs> uh, the the other side is you go into the dentist's office, and it's always <laughs> you go into the workshop. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Oh, more like, <laughs> a little bit lower. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 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 Dentist office. Yeah. Workshop. So it's the
1: noise. <laughs> yep. Yeah. the yeah. noise. I'm thinking oh, it's, it's the sound. Yeah. 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 It's a good I think
0: one. It, I think it brings on a, a whole visceral experience and then people are imagining something and it just, there's a connection.
1: I think we should take this further. Yeah, there must think, be someone think, out there that's doing it's, some it's, kind it. of psychology oh, degree. whoa! Oh, oh,
0: I think we can do this. This is we can well, probably get
1: funding for this. Let's put it to <laughs> Let's put it to someone. Let's put it out there now. Anyone that yeah. wants to invest in it.
0: I think there's a, you know, you know what? You've got aspiring grad students right now are going Oh, Pikeaway <laughs> and Glenn have come up with a sure winner here. We might be able to, we've cracked the case on why people don't like going and getting their cars
1: maintained. I'm going to turn the compressed air off yeah. in the workshop tomorrow. Exactly. No more but air
0: tools. Nice music.
1: Yeah. A little bit of soft Maybe music. Maybe a bit of soft music. Maybe have a jazz band. We could get a jazz band in there. It's yeah. in place of the compressor.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I often thought it would be cool if you went into the shop and there was a pianist over there just playing in the corner. <laughs> that in a barber shop, I thought, you know, that's the other side. You can go. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Much like you know, and I'm over at the inner gym, and, and you know, and people are doing things, and I know, I'm always wondering why there isn't a physiotherapist there. Mm. It's like, it seems to me it's a no-brainer. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, anyway, I don't know. It's, you know maybe I'm in the wrong business. You're just
1: offering everybody.
0: (laughs) I'm giving something to everyone here.
1: Enterprising
0: (laughs) ideas tonight. Yeah, there we go. But uh, you know what? At the end of this whole process, we're, we're here this evening for one purpose and one purpose only for the next 45 minutes. And that is to keep your car running, to fix it, to help you walk through some of the things you're hearing, experiencing, the vibrations, you name it. You're going, I don't have a clue what's going on. We want to get you two steps ahead when you walk into that workshop and you say, hey, this is what's going on. Here is all, here's a whole a description of what's happening. What do you think? Yep. And, and So that you can leave with a smile on your face and as few durums out of your pocket as possible. Well, as few unnecessary. Unnecessary, yeah. As, you know,
1: get away with get away with what you need to get away with. But um, yeah, for yeah, sure. the first thing we mentioned, just that fear, trying yeah. to get
0: over the fear. Glenn's, Glenn is here. Car Clinic's the program. You've got some issues with your vehicle. Glenn can help you. Car Clinic is the program. Glenn is here from GT Auto Center. He's fixing cars. It is, uh, it's that simple. A, a really quick one. We got a whole bunch of texts coming through. Uh, Zahir is, is right on this, which is great. Uh, but before, I want to follow up on a question from last night. Hmm. Uh, three cars were thrown out uh, for purchase. One of them was a VW Passat. The other one was a Ford Fusion. And the third one was a Challenger. The Challenger was okay. two years young, older than the other two vehicles. Obviously, everyone loved the Challenger, uh, including the two people who are now going to go buy this Challenger, probably, <laughs> <laughs> after after our convincing conversation. <laughs> but one of the issues that came up was maintenance costs. and. The VW is, you know, tried and true. The Fusion, again, tried and true. The Challenger also tried and true, but it's a little bit bigger car, Pentastar engine, those kind of things. And I, I wanted to fire it out to you just from, because I, I basically, my suggestion was, go find your, your favorite workshop, go sit down with them as you yeah. would with yourself, have a walk around and get a list of, okay, well, what's what's the maintenance regime going to be on this vehicle? Right down to tires. I mean, tires are going to cost exactly, a yeah. lot more on a Challenger than a Passat. Yeah. In the end of the day though, the, the the Challenger is making them smile.
1: Yeah. So they're going to get it, but as a you got to be aware of what your costs are going to be. Yeah, it, it, it's really dependent on what you want the car for. The, the the Fusion and the Passat are very similar. Yeah, I think they're aimed at a similar audience whereas the Challenger really isn't. Although it's it's big obviously it's American, it's still so it's a family huge, car they, it's, it's you could still call yeah. it a family car well they were going to use it as a family car yeah but i i mean for for me you probably know which one of the three i would go for i'd go for the passat yeah it's I, a lot of car for for the money you would pay and i did
0: i did mention that as well but yeah. I, I i did
1: like thought the challenger'd be but nice as it's well. a challenger it's going to make you smile it's got a v8 in <laughs> it and it's going to sound it's great it's to start. but exactly but then Like you said, quite rightly, even down to tyres, the rear tyres on one of those things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And I said... I, that was for me that would
0: you know all of the things I'm loving it is going to be great and I'm just thinking what are the tires going to cost me on that vehicle?
1: Yeah. And where do you, where, I mean where do you, where do you get where do you open the PentaStar <laughs> up? Where do you, where do you take it now? You, do, I I'm you queuing. Don't. I'm queuing in traffic in places that I never queued in traffic ever. The only thing you get to do is the stoplight grand prix.
0: So <laughs> you get to go into from first to second to third gear and then you slow right down. Yeah. That's the only yeah. thing. That's all you get to do. Yeah. But for that seven and a half seconds you feel awesome and then you're back down to 80 kilometers an hour
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that adds to your, that, that adds that's the maintenance cost as well <laughs> yeah. which is probably less likely to do in a passat or a, yeah. a fusion mm-hmm. but uh, for me it really depends on what you want out okay. of the car i mean if you if you want a car that is and there's nothing wrong with the fusion There's uh, i'm not going to sit here and i'm not a motor yeah. journalist you know i just i just work on them but but for me from my background and everything else i would just you're a vw guy yeah Yeah. through and through and knowing what you get on the passat there's, there's streets ahead when it comes to tech and the equipment's great and i've seen vehicles now as new vehicles that have stuff equipment gadgets gizmos whatever you want to call it on there I call it gizmo wizardry. Well, I I see gizmo brand brand new wizardry. Sorry, or, or, or so-called <laughs> so called brand new cars, 16, 17, 18. models of cars that had stuff on there that I was seeing in the UK before I came here in twenty twelve yeah, yeah, yeah. on on the Volkswagens. Yeah. So so there there is and and that send, tends to be true with uh, most of the the German yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. they're always pushing each other—the Mercedes, the BMWs, Absolutely. Volkswagen, Audi. So. It depends what you want from the car. Yeah. For for, for, for what you pay, I think you get a good deal for for all three of those. Yeah. But I'd go for the Passat. The maintenance is pretty close, Passat and Fusion. Okay. Uh, but the Charger, depending on how you drive yeah. it, or the Challenger, be, it's going to cost you. Challenger, so it's going to be um, more. yeah. You can,
0: I think even if you drive it
1: sedately, it's still going to be more. There's a lot of weight on the front of that car. Yeah. The brakes wear out very quickly. The tires on the back wear out very quickly. Yeah. Um, so definitely think about it. And like you said, James, when we say it often get to the workshop that you're going to use and, and say, look, guys, what's this going to cost me over the next 24 yeah. months? exactly. And, that, and, you know, have, and,
0: I, and I, I 100% suggest that. So go get an informed list on, so that you're, you're informed and you know yeah. what what your uh, expenditure is going to be. Right. And But at, at the end of the day, they're going to be smiling either way. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so here's come through. Got a question about a Jeep Grand Cherokee and uh, it's a jeep jeep grand cherokee overland uh and uh what are they saying here they're getting the they're getting some suspension creaking when they go over bumps in the morning which is interesting so it's mm. cold it's a cold suspension 2014 model with air suspension had little suspension greased but uh it, so it had little suspension grease but still there Definitely worse on cold weather, not so uh, so bad when the weather has warmed up. What do you think's going on with this?
1: Obviously, I haven't heard it. You can't see the car in front of us. Um, creaks over speed bumps tend to be caused by rubber components, which would normally be bushes. Uh, on, on that vehicle, it's worth looking at the upper arms. Um, it, they, they, they have a, a wishbone on the upper arm. Then I would look at that. Uh, great car, by the way, Overland Cher- Grand oh, Cherokee, oh, really nice spec on those. So. The,
0: the fact that it happens in the mornings when it's cold, not so much in when it's warm in the afternoons, does that sound a little bit of a ding, 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 yeah. going off in the back of your head? Yeah, so
1: obviously as things warm up, they start to expand. Um, the creaks and squeaks, are, as I say, they're typically rubber moving oh, around. My
0: whole car... Creaks and squeaks. Yeah, it's all
1: right, though, isn't
0: it? Yeah. <laughs> <It's just laughs> bad, is
1: it? But, <laughs> Stereo
0: goes up louder, that's all. <laughs> what you have
1: to think is if it is a suspension bus, then it's the first sign and it's a warning sign because you don't want it to wear out to the point where the noise stops being a oh. squeak and it becomes a knock. Yeah. Um, or, or, And in in that transitional period between the noise changing from one to the other, you may well find you get some tire wear. Mm. so it's probably worth getting looked air at. Air suspension issue, though? Is that S- well, sometimes on air suspension, what you'll find is you'll get a small leak from the top of the suspension where the air goes in, mm. so as you go over a bump and the pressure increases, it sometimes leaks out, and it, it leaks out at such a high pitch that it sounds like a squeak. Okay. So that is worth getting it checked and having a look at, but uh, if you've had it greased and the noise has remained, then that's potentially saying there is isn't an issue with the bushes but if the noise disappeared and then came back then obviously they're in the right area um but uh, obviously as things warm up and they expand yeah. then the noise might stop um or or lessen but i would suggest that we we would start with the suspension bushes checking the bushes out okay.
0: are there any vehicles where they still grease the suspension I, mean, I i i mean i'm driving a wrangler i don't even think there's grease nipples
1: on the thing um is that wrangler on yours yeah, probably so. isn't no yeah no I can't think of the top of my head some of the older vehicles obviously and propeller shafts yeah. um, steering is that a components. sort of again an air suspension thing where they, they get a little bit of grease in there or? Uh, air suspension you don't want grease in there yeah. um, so. so no it wouldn't be that. I mean you can still get suspension systems that are greased okay. uh, but it tends Maybe they're to they're just the manual of, greasing they're just slathering it on there to yeah they what they've done basically is they've gone in between where the, where the bolt goes through the bush or where the bush yeah. sits inside the arm and they they've put grease in there uh, the, the problem you have is especially in our climate especially on a day like today or the last couple of days grease just attracts or not attracts but the sand and the dust sticks yeah, to it yeah. and then you end up with something like a grinding paste and um yeah, the, nice. what you then have, have to think about is wh- when you then press the the bush out if you're just going to change just the bush rather than the whole arm is you take a lot of the material or, or a reasonably high amount of the material of the arm with the bush because it's coming out mm-hmm. with the grease and the mm. just the dust it's just like Grinding it away, right, so, be so then you press the new bush in, and it's loose, and it squeaks again. So you've paid for bushes, and then you have to pay for arms as well. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's one of those things where it's a good idea in terms of the diagnosis. But if you spray the grease in there and it doesn't cure the noise, it's probably best to just try and make sure you haven't left anything that's going to attract too much dust and then damage a bush which wasn't damaged in the first place. Yeah,
0: okay. That's good advice. So uh, here, let us know how you make out with that. Mm. But your your course of action would ultimately be to get it into the workshop and get them to take a look. I think so, and uh, sooner than later, because this could be a, a really inexpensive issue. Yeah. And the longer you wait, if it if you're if it is that, that noticeable, then
1: you know it could cost you a lot more. It's the tires that that, that that's going to have nice big expensive wheels on that car yeah. and big tires um so i just get it done before you start to worry about tire prices um it sounds to me like obviously someone's had a go at it and if you're not happy then then move on try and find somewhere else speak yeah. to your friends there might be people with other other such vehicles that can recommend somewhere yeah. uh, and, and that might might be an idea just to get a second opinion on it and and you might find that that somebody as i said i i, I from the ex you know explanation you've given is i I sort of straight away thought about the upper arms Mm. on the front Uh, there may be that you know you take it to someone they say oh you know we get 10 of these cars in every week and this is an issue that we've had before and this is what we did and they might know straight away so having a look around finding someone that you can uh, take it to and be fully trusting of what they say that that's probably my advice at this
0: point Glenn is here from GT Auto Center. Car Clinic is the program. I'm James Pikeaway, and this is Nightline. Car Clinic is the program that you have dialed into. I'm James Pikeway, joined by Glenn from GT Auto Center, who's fixing the cars. And uh, Roshan's come through. And uh, first of all, he, he absolutely uh, disagrees with my hypothesis that one of the issues people have with getting their cars repaired can be likened to the fact that uh, they have issues with dentists and it's the sounds that you get from both of their places of work. He goes on to say, uh, there is no way, he says, that you can compare the dentist to the workshop. So I could easily spend a day very happily, and I may add, looking under the bonnet of everyone else's car, can't say I could be the same uh, at the dentist. So. Well,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm good friends with a good dentist, and there are times... And there may have been a few times this week as well where I would have much rather been in his chair having some kind of procedure carried out than being at work. Uh, there go. But uh, no, yeah, I see okay. what he's saying.
0: This is, but I do have a
1: couple of questions.
0: And the first uh, one has uh, to do with battery health. What's an optimal and minimal health for a battery? My agency tells me the battery health on my Honda City is uh, 85% but uh, the charge is at 100%, and uh, I need to change it. My second question, so or does he need to change it? 85% battery life. Uh, It's going to sit all summer. Anyway, we'll we'll come back to that one in a second. Second question is about the light that illuminates the gear-level lever console. Silly automatics. It says, which has now fused? So uh, the part or the light fixture costs... 60 bucks? So it could be, are we talking dirhams or dollars? I mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, usually I call dollars bucks, but okay, yeah. let's, let's say it's it's 60 bucks. The labor to replace it another 200, 250, is it worth getting these lights replaced? <sighs> well, that's up to you. But you know, you know what I say on mine? Because m- my vehicle, exact same kind of thing. But it also tells me on the dash. Yeah. I never look down there anyway. You shouldn't be. You should be in there the right. In the daylight, if I am looking down because I'm slapping her into four-wheel drive or whatever,
1: you know, it's. It, but
0: when it's dark, I always look at the dash, so I wouldn't get it
1: fixed. I, I mean, the, the lights are on there for a few reasons, uh, one of them being safety, so you know yeah. what gear you're in. You're not going to put your foot down and be in drive when you're thinking you're going to go backwards and you actually yeah, go yeah, forwards. That's a good point. Uh, that's a very so good point. So there is safety issue with it. Yeah. But I understand the point. You know, sixty, let's say, dirhams for a part, and two hundred and fifty to change it. Yeah. But that is the situation, and and um, it's really down to you. If you've got the display on the dash and you're happy with it and you can trust it, and you know, that's 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 your your decision to make. Really, I, I always would think of the safety. So you'd, you know, you'd probably change it. I would change it. Yeah. yeah, although I've seen that. I mean, very I, I, I rarely that I've got 250 terms <laughs> to, to do anything. So it's, uh, yeah. no, but I I do. I, I, I get the safety side. And I I got to say, yeah. from that perspective, yeah, it makes yeah. 100% sense. I, I understand that it's painful. Though. The part yeah. is relatively inexpensive. And then the labor's four times the cost of it. And yeah. it's like crazy. But that's the way yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, but, I mean, back to the battery. I think what I take 85% life. So they've obviously put the test on it, and they've
0: said, yeah, you know what, you're, it's getting 85% charge, or yeah, however that uh,
1: test is done. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd ask them to justify that and to sort of quantify where they get the 85% from. Uh, we use a tester that's uh, a Bosch battery tester, which gives us a, a kind of digital readout, which we print. It tells us how the alternators charging in and the performance of the battery when it's when we're trying to start the engine, uh, the performance of the battery on a, on a cold static test, everything else that we need to know. We don't get figures of 85% or 80%, but there are other charge and, and battery testers out there, so just ask them to give you something. Maybe they did. That's yeah. fine. What I'm reading here is... The battery is at eighty-five percent, which, which is f- which is fine. You know that you know they're one hundred percent when they get fitted, and they will get kind of, It's still coming up as a full charge. It's fine, but the charge is at one hundred percent. Now, are we talking about the alternator here? Are we talking about the alternator charging the battery at one hundred percent? Because the problem you have then is, on modern vehicles, the alternators are variable, so they don't always charge at one hundred percent capacity. If that alternator is charging at one hundred percent, that tells me that the battery is having a hard time holding on to that charge Mm. and also with a depleted battery and a full alternator charge it doesn't take long before that battery gets very hot and then you start to you know you'll boil off all of the uh, electrolyte basically the deionized water. How how old is the battery? That's one of the things I'm not seeing in the
0: message from Roshan. How old is this battery? Are we
1: talking an eighteen? is the
0: battery 18 months to 2
1: years? Because if it is Dude, you're you're at the lifespan here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, in in, yeah. in the heat, and uh, especially depending on how it's driven and where it's parked and everything else. Yeah. But um, I, I for me, if if we're talking about the charge being hundred percent, and that means the the rate at which the battery is being charged by the alternator, that is controlled by a sophisticated system. And and mm-hmm. if it's overcharge, well, not overcharging, but if it's at full capacity, it's because the battery isn't holding enough charge to to operate the vehicle. Yeah. Um. And and that's going to very quickly go from eighty five percent to fifty percent if it starts to get too okay. hot. So what's the need to do? For me, ask them, try and clarify that, um, and then I would probably, like you said, how old's the battery? If you're getting over the year mark, it's probably worth at least getting one and having it ready to go for that morning that you're late for work or because it's going to be late coming. to take the kids yeah. or you're late for a meeting or late well, for the kids are going to
0: have an exam
1: and <laughs> yeah. you and there'll be birthday party you're taking cupcakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, vegetable
0: cupcakes by the way with vegetable icing <laughs> healthy schools these days um and that and that's when it's going to be and you're going to be standing there and you're going to have an appointment after yeah
1: and that's when the battery is not going to it's going to fail you yeah. guaranteed I, so, somebody really should have sat you down and talked you through as we're trying to do now, when they had all the information in front of you, really. It's yeah. a bit of a... Because they could have maybe sold you a battery right there on the spot. Well, so, yeah, you know, they what? haven't done a good job for the business <laughs> yeah. they work for, right? They, yeah. they should have been selling stuff. But at the end of the day, as the customers, we said at the top of the show, we we have a duty to to keep your car safe. And, all right, this isn't an immediate safety concern, but it's going to leave you stranded, potentially, if, if what I assume from reading the message, how I've read it, is... is, is is the case that that battery's going to get hot and yeah, that's a
0: B plus that grade of battery right there it's not
1: an A yeah so I would I would say I mean if it's if it's within 12 months you've probably got a warranty on the battery yeah oh I hope you have so then maybe just say look well, well let's get it changed under warranty if it needs to be changed yeah. um, if it's outside of that then
0: if you if you maybe it's three years old in which yeah, case well, it's you're not going to
1: be long getting yeah. why not you've had your money out of it I think so yeah. uh, but I, I would be looking at possibly replacing it if they explain as we have here the same sort of scenario or two years least, old
0: the battery's about yeah, two
1: years yeah. old there oh, you come go back with it. No. Yeah, so i think you're about time for for yeah. thinking about it. like you say if, if it's going to particularly if it's going to be sat for four or five weeks over the summer yeah yeah i mean that 's pretty good two years old yeah so mine i 'm lucky if I get mine two years old yeah.
0: and, I've gone, and and i 've gone the most expensive route i 've gone the you know the the battery guys who come to the house, which is the medium of the road batteries and they 're right up front talking about that i 've spent the cheapest amount on batteries that is physically possible. All of them last yeah. for me the
1: same. Yes, yeah. like yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, what is, what gives here? Batteries are batteries. <laughs> there, there are some that are better than others, and uh. that's for various reasons. And we could probably do a whole show on batteries. Oh. But I, I'm th- I want to throw a challenge out to Mr. Elon Musk. Oh,
0: the challenge is, sir, you've done a great job with EV vehicles and creating batteries. Can you please do a little revolutionary <laughs> thing for my car, the <laughs> Wrangler? Needs a battery that yeah. is going to last longer. Than eighteen months. Yeah, the problem. The problem with Mr. Musk. The- I'm throwing this at you. <laughs> you can with- <laughs> knock that off probably by the time I wake up tomorrow morning. He's,
1: he's already done it. <laughs> yeah, he's already done. It. He <laughs> hey, just- the
0: phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the problem with batteries for starting a car and starting an engine and running auxiliary systems is that that they're under heavy loads. Do not make excuses for Mr. Elon Musk. He, this a- is a challenge <laughs> for him. I'm sure he could do it. I'm just, I'm just not sure <laughs> of the economics of it. But uh, no, I, I think. Some people get years and years and years yeah. out of batteries, especially you know with vehicles that have batteries that are in the in the passenger compartment in the cabin. Man. They stay cooler. Yeah, you know where mine is right up front, so, right, just getting baked by the engine. they're in the engine bay, they're never below 50, 60 degrees yeah. in the summer. So, yeah, it's very difficult for a battery to go much
0: longer than two years, typically. Car Clinic is the program. Glenn Power joining us here in studio. My name's James Pikeway. Nightline is the program you've tuned into. Glenn is here from GT Auto Center. Car Clinic is the program. Fixing cars It's that simple. Offering advice as well. Here's a great one that's come in from Kizer. He says, I'm driving a rented Kia Picanto, and I've been doing this for the past three weeks. Uh, doing this to uh, get to work and back, and I'm absolutely loving it. thinking of buying one uh, at this point because it's like in the Kia. Great idea. Yeah, you were driving around in the Kia for a while. I'm driving one tonight. In fact, I I remember last time you had it out in the parking lot, it came out, and I I really liked that that car, so I was really impressed with it. The only negative is the poor sound insulation. This is on Shakeside Road. I have to turn up Dubai Eye to to volume 15 to hear it well. Yeah, and if you're listening to pretty much all of my shows, you want to have it at 15 anyway, blaring. (laughs) Uh, But when I stop, I I have to turn the volume down to 8, because that's good enough. Is there any way that it's cost-effective to add insulation to help eliminate road noise from a vehicle like this?
1: There are ways to do it. Is it cost-effective? Cost-effective depends on how much you value the content of the the program you try and listen to on dubai so if it's for us then it's definitely cost effective to insulate the car but uh you're obviously in a newer model i'm in the older model and i think mine's at like 36 when i'm when i'm driving in at 110 so uh yeah it's not too bad at 15 but there are ways to do it like i say it just all boils down to what you think is cost effective Um, basically starts with with seats and and carpets out yeah. Get them out and and re recover the body of the car with a, a sound deadener. Uh, there are branded ones out there that people might have heard of, like Dynamat and things like that. But they can be quite expensive. Mm. But they're sort of serious, you know, serious mod. Are, are like, we talking like, like thousands of dirhams? You can spend thousands of dirhams on it. It depends how how high and how get some of these, panels from, go some these it.
0: panels from here we're going to be moving to new studios maybe they'll just <laughs> staple yeah, some that's of these what, in that's what people <laughs> do so that's what i was going to say
1: people take uh, you know the polystyrene yeah uh, people that, that that have that even cardboard people i've seen cardboard under there just to try right. and help with it but it's it's never going to be the lexus that you left the airport in it's yeah, it, okay. because it, it you know it's 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 a tenth of the price perhaps of, the, yeah. of that car but you get a lot of other perks out of driving it. Like, for instance, you can park it anywhere. Yeah. The fuel on it is almost negligible. <laughs> it's incredible, it's like, isn't it? You forget where the fuel stations are, I yeah. think, yeah. uh, because you never go into them. Uh, you're renting this one, so it doesn't matter. But when you go, do go and buy one, the parts and the tires and everything on it is so, so economical that maybe it is worth spending a bit of yeah. money insulating now, I, it. I wonder if the dealer has a an insulation package that they might even consider. It's another one of your enterprising ideas it. for the night because that is a good idea like say the money you save on on cost of ownership on that yeah. opposed to a car that might not have that same issue even in the same range, you know, even from the same brand. Yeah. Um I had a Sportage that didn't have that problem, but obviously you pay a little bit more for the Sportage, yeah. but I'm sure the money you save on the fuel from one to the other might justify that. Mm. But there will be people that will do that. There are people that do the the heavy modifications. You know, we deal with some stuff for people going camping in the desert regularly, and, and and that's one of them. More for heat, but yeah. insulation is effectively insulation. Shake everything out and get that spray foam stuff. Just <laughs> spray foam and, and everything. put everything yeah. back in. Yeah, I
0: don't.
1: I don't <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I don't advocate word. for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Experiment on someone yeah. else's car yeah. before you do that. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, like I say, if it's a rental, it's probably a brand new car. Yeah. So there's, there even even though even though we're talking about it, like you know, it's it's a it's, it's, it's a picanto, so it's it's it, a small car. There's still a lot of tech on it. Message to Kia and to Hyundai. This clearly is an issue that a
0: lot of people face. Why not have an option package for the vehicle that is. Superior insulation, so you know it comes with standard. But for an extra two thousand or an extra thousand Durham's, we will have the superior insulation package. You can get in.
1: yeah, and you can also get uh, lower sound yeah tires.
0: Oh, well, there you so go. So we
1: used to. There's a. It all plays into the road tax in the UK, right? Which you pay for every year. Oh, uh, that's coming here. Well, you kind of do anyway with the registration. Yeah, right? There will be another a one. You got cost you gotta every gotta year, imagine. isn't it? But but the road tax in the UK. We used to have the Blue Motion stuff, uh, okay. VW, so that was yeah. really low emission. There we go. Uh, that was the lowest bracket of tax, but the ones that had the low sound pollution tires were free. There we go. So that was like the next level. So you can get low sound Could tires. Just, just that the tires. Help. That might change that it right there. That might help, yeah. Just the tires. Yeah
0: got to figure rental rentals got the 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 industrial tires yeah, it.
1: whatever it came out of the showroom with yeah. or the factory yeah. there you
0: go wow we're we're rocking and rolling here tonight so there you go <laughs> go check that out i'm sure that uh that'll that'll help you out uh one last one's come through from ian the Skoda guy i've heard from ian in so long i thought maybe he'd uh vamooshed. glad he's still around He says uh, he uses an AC Delco MT6 in his 95 Cherokee. Not bad. He gets about 30 to 36 months. So, yeah, it's not bad. It's cool. Uh, It has a heat deflector around it, and, uh, of course, the battery gets a lot of punishment off-road. So, yeah, the heat deflector, that's a good idea. None of mine have a heat
1: deflector. Yeah, the problem is that a lot of the vehicles that, that we get, the European ones, especially, they have insulation around the battery, but that's to stop them from freezing right in the european climate it's not really great for 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 the heat but if you were to get something specifically for that like a heat shield that you tend to get around the exhaust or something that that would certainly help because it is ultimately it's down to heat yeah that's what finishes them off
0: Glenn joins us every week at this time from GT Auto Center. Helps you fix your car. Keep it running. You know, he'll be back next week, same place, same time. If you want to get involved in the program, that's what you need to do. Hey, in the meantime, nightline at doii1038.ae. Fire any of your questions as they come to mind during the week, and I'll get you at the top of the list. In fact, we didn't get to today's list, so we'll roll this week's list over to next week. It's that simple.